Um, what we want to work on, particularly this man, is a suga, which I think is a huge, huge suga. It's it's a suga which I think we completely we completely miss the the landers and the the way it works and the suga, the suga is called memory in other words i think the way we relate to memory is we relate to memory as a primarily a cognitive skill that memory is the w- the way whereby you're able to retrieve information and if so if you categorize it it would fall into the category of these other skills is for example the person has mathematical skills and he's got linguistic skills and there's a variety of different intellectual skills that a person has and one of those intellectual skills that you could possibly have is called memory and it's a capacity to to utilize the brain in such a way that you're able to retrieve information um, <coughs> so we're in the beginning of the sugya and because we're in the beginning of the sugya, so there's obviously a lot of, there'll be a lot of gray areas as we move our way through what memory is all about. But just to begin, and to state something which is, which is the Chorah, a fundamental point in regard to what memory is, um, I want to show you from the, which is the Chorah, completely... Um, what we would not think memory is, but if you look at the, just using the Orcha Siddiquim as a marshal to get a sense of, of how we use memory in Avoida, the Orcha the Siddiquim has got a Shar, and the Shar is called Shara Zahira. And the way he defines memory, he says, Hazahira he Mido, he Mido, which means that he doesn't put Zahira along with other kind of cognitive skills. He puts it with a midas. Zechir is a midah. Now if it's a midah, and he also, the next shy after, after Zechira is, he's got a long, long shy Zechira, is Shara Shikha, forgetfulness. He oid. So he writes forgetfulness and memory as two midas, one being a good midah and one being a midara. Zechira being a midah toiva and shikha being a midara. So that needs a lot of biur. Because l'chaya, they're not, zechira and shikha aren't located in the midas. They're located somewhere else. They're located in the mind. So what's pshat and how do we, f- how do we figure that out that zechira, that memory has got something somehow to do with midas and how does the midas work and what is memory if memory is a midah it means that if a person works on himself so then memory will be accessible to him if he doesn't work on himself he be- leaves himself to the default so then shikha will take over and those things the khara are totally on avoidus amidus not on natural intellectual aptitude it's a, it's, it's a different mahalach different mahalach. So now, the Chaya, it's not only a major midah, but if you start to think about it and you focus on the role that memory plays in life, you'll start to see that it's not something which is an agav. 
It's not something which the world could do without. Now, there's going to be many different compartments to this big sugya called memory, zikaron. But the way it works is it creates a fluidity and continuity in life. Because if you don't have memories, so there's no way of creating a hemshech. And not only that, there's no way of having any shaykhs to many other related midas. Le marshal, midas ha-emes. So if you don't, the way Midas MS works is, MS is when you draw something from a makor, either behavior or an expression or an understanding. Because of this, I understand something else. MS is when you draw something out. You base it upon something. Now, if there's no ability to access what you're trying to draw out from, so then there's no possibility of MS. You can't do it. You can't show a chorus because there's no, con- there's no cognizance of someone doing something to you. Essentially, memory can completely and totally destroy a person's life without it. Shikha. So the Chorim memory is not an agav. It's the Pashtas, it's a Briach HaTichoyin. It's the major, the, major, the major supporting column of our being. And therefore, if there's ways that we can manipulate it, enhance it, and avoid Shikha, so that will be a huge, huge advantage in our Avoid Hashem. Agreed? Now, Moving on to the Hakdama, to the Mesilis Asharim, you see a Chiddush Noira in terms of what the Mesilis Asharim is coming to do. The Mesilis Asharim begins his, his, his work, Amram Chaber, and he says those words which are familiar to us, but which set aside the Sefer from any other possible Sefer on your shelf. And he says as follows, and we've said this before, but it's good to go over it again and again and again and again. I haven't written this work to teach people that which they do not know. But to remind them, to give them the zikoroin. But the point of the Sefer is to create memory. Which is a big Kiddush. It's a big Kiddush in that it's not a Kiddush. In other words, as follows. If the Mrs. Asharim would be introducing a Sefer of Kiddush Torah, and he wrote in his Hakdama to his Sefer in Kiddush Torah, nothing I'm about to say in the Sefer contains any level of Kiddush, you would take the Sefer, close it, put it back on the shelf, or straight into Shemus. Because the premise of any type of Torah thought is if it's, if it's self-evident or if it could have been known before this point in time, Chita So the Mesilis Shoshayim begins his Sefer and he says, on my entire Sefer, you can say one thing. Chita Maikum Ashmelon. There is no element of Chidush presented in my Sefer. If so, if there's no element of Chiddush present in the Sefer, then it's not a Sefer. It's not Divrei Torah. Because the premise of every Divrei Torah is it's teaching me something which I didn't know before. Something which I knew before is not Torah. It's a repetition. It's redundant. It's a waste of my time. It's a bit of Torah. And comes along the Ramchal and he says, the entire Sefer revolves around teaching me what I do not know. That's a pillar. So what does he say? But Sotaka, why did I need to write it? There's only one reason I need to write it. 
zikaron, memory. And he goes on and he says as follows. What I have in my safe is what people already know. Not only do they know it, you know some things, but the degree of knowledge they have in the things that I'm about to present in the safe, says Ramchal, is a degree of clarity which is almost absolute. It's not like a idea, it could be, I'm super, it's mamish claw. And then he says, a strange tnua hanafshis, a strange movement of persona, some type of kind of psychological glitch in the persona. He says, Ela shekafi roiv pirsumam, in relation to the degree that they are well known, ukeneged ma sheamitosom gluya lokoil, and in relation to the evidence of. In, in relation to how obvious and true they are, meaning in direct proportion to, the, to how well it's known and how obvious it is, so too is the avoidance of those ideas and in other words, the subtext of the Mesides Asharim focuses around Zikorin and Shikha, Zikorin and Shikha. And he says as follows, the whole Tachlis of the Seif I've written is not to give you knowledge, the knowledge you have. But the knowledge is not within recall. There's no Zikorin. In other words, Zikorin is the capacity whereby I'm able to access that which I already know. And Shikha is the blockage which prevents that from occurring. And says the Messiah Sashorim, a strange, strange, strange idea. That in regard to ideas, the more obvious and fundamental the idea, the less accessible it becomes. Well, that's completely strange. Because you see, when we think about memory in the physical sense, so ease and evidence, ease and being obvious, are the factors which enhance memory. And difficulty and complexity are the factors which detract from memory. For example, if I ask you to do something which is a relatively simple activity, I say, whenever you enter into this room, in order to open this door, you have to go like this and twist the handle. So I'll tell you that once. The next time you come to the door, there'll be no problem. You won't sit there and think, okay, now how do I open this door? You'll do the movement. If I say to you, in order to open this door, and I describe a very complex set of movements, you have to tap on the top, then you have to move it slightly to the side, and then you have to first pull down the handle, then push it slightly forward, and then turn it to this angle. So I come to the door, and then maybe I'll turn the handle first. I won't know. Because because of the complexity, so my memory will be restricted. Because of the simplicity, my memory will be enhanced. Comes along the Ramchal, and he says precisely the opposite. When it comes to the, and we have to understand why, when it comes to principles and ideals, the more obvious the ideal, the less it's remembered. And by implication, the more complex and unclear the idea is, the greater the chance of it being remembered. It's very counterintuitive. You'd think if it's simple, it's recallable. If it's obscure, not so clear, won't be within our memory recall. And he says precisely the opposite. The clearer, the more obvious, the less accessible. The, by implication, the more sophisticated, or not more sophisticated, the more, the more it's 
unclear to us, the more it's not self-evident, the greater the chances of recall. So that makes no sense. The Chaya. You following me? So that's his Akdama. So that's, first of all, that's a major Chidush. That memory is not the side sugya whereby I have to think about Taka. Taka. I haven't done enough Chazorah. Because, do you know what? Even when I do Chazorah, it's, it's hard for me to recall. That's a of memory. That's one slice, one tiny bit, but there's this gigantic, massive midah called Zikorot, which we have to learn to get a handle on. And seemingly that midah is precisely the koyach, let's say, which if we have it, we succeed, and if we lose it, we push it stuck. Because the Masilis Shoram says that the way Zikorot works is it allows us, to access, allows us to access, meaning incorporate into our daily thought processes the ideals that we have as fundamentals of our life. And the nature of those ideals are, says a Mr. Shoram, and that's why I'm writing this book, that the more fundamental and obvious the idea is, the less it will be incorporated into your thought process, essentially until what Zikorin assists in and what Shikha stops, Shikha stops a person from living according to what he believes in. And the default status, if you don't learn the message to show him, is that you will land up living a life which is fundamentally opposed to, opposed to everything you believe in. Because all the basic ideas which the Ramchal goes on to explain, which are so posh and so obvious, you don't have them in your mind. They just never come there. Because there's no zikoran. There's no cognizance of the basic funda- fundamental points. You following me? The marshal. Illustration. Illustration. We all know Not only do we know we know that now it's a sphere. That's a clow. Anyone has any no spakers? Do you any spakers? Does anyone tiny that taka there's an Indian of sinner <laughs> as a miler? Yeah, why not? Hate your friend. I love him. It's posh. It's posh, correct? You're aware of that clow? You've heard it before? It's part of your mental furniture, vada, poshut. Okay, so now let's take that one step further. When you go and you go into the lunchroom, vafta means that you have to see another person's needs and have them as valuable as your own. So obviously when everyone goes into the lunchroom, you make sure that everyone's got somewhere to sit and they've got food on their plates. And then when that's all sorted out, if there's anything left, you'll take it for yourself. Somehow it doesn't work like that. Somehow when it comes to the cheshpen, the shikul, of going into the lunchroom, so there's no, there's, no, uh, there's no kind of shikul in terms of, okay, let's figure out how I can get Yenna his food. It's how I can get the food away from Yenna to me. But one second, I don't understand. Do you know that after? I don't know after a But what happened to it? Where did it go? No zikorin. It's just nosy Koran. What is it? It's shikha. It's ki'ilu. That idea doesn't exist in your head. Another, another illustration. It says, Meaning, there are certain things which are fundamental. Certain things which aren't as fundamental. Torah, avoid and gemilus chasodim are fundamental. Avoid is tefillah. So what does that mean? That means that that's one of the most basic things. It's something that if you don't have it, Ki'ilu, you, you have this achrayas to Akash to yourself, whatever it is, to nourish your neshama, whatever the chiyuv of tefil is, it is one of the most fundamental things. So what happens? So now, because it's so fundamental, you, you're all aware of that, Klal, right? You've heard that Mishnah before. 
How was uh, your bakers a Dovi today? So then you have to think to yourself, have I davened mincha? And then you think to yourself, have I davened mincha? Because it's 2.10, 2.20. And Harei mincha is at 1.15. Must have davened mincha. But one second. It's, it's something which is so choshuv. You don't kind of have to think. And also, it's like the, the famous school of tefillah engineering. You have your life, and then you have to see how you can fit fill in to little gaps. So you say, well, I've got, especially like, okay, when you're in a Seder, it's not so, it's not so relevant, but you know, Bainaz money. So you've got your plan, and then you have to think, okay, if I, if I, I'm leaving at this time, I have to get there. Now, where can I slot Shachis? And then wherever you can slot it. So in other words, everything else moves around, and Twilla is flexible, because I read that's the Toffel, and life is Ika. So I say to you, is that really true? What's Mokhoshev? The picnic or Mincha? You say, Father, Mincha, what are you talking about? So then how come, <laughs> how come you davened three minutes before Shkia in some type of deserted point with a minion which was made up primarily by trees? So, because, because somehow when you made the decision about Mincha, there was no notion of Ashoshet Vayim Ma'olam made. It just wasn't there, wasn't there? Well, well, there was no current. There's no zikaron. It just doesn't come into it. Just somehow, just it stay. It's all there. It's all there. There's no problem in terms of knowledge. The chiddush over here is that you do have the information, but there's no recall. The information is all there. It's not a chisaron in I don't know. I know 100%, but I don't remember. Remember, defined as according to the chisaron. The capacity to incorporate the idea into your life at the time when it's relevant. So now you have a shayla. You're going to the door and you think to yourself, Aha! He has a tzir over half the How should I behave in my relationship to the person who's coming in the door, out the door, the person sitting next to me, the person I'm walking by. Should I say hello? Should I say hello? As opposed to somehow that doesn't become part of the cheshbet. So what is the problem? The problem is there's something called shikha. And the shikha is a product of the obviousness of the idea. New word, obviousness. The shikha produ- is produced by the fact that the klal is so poshut, therefore it's never remembered. That doesn't make any sense. If it's so poshut, it should be remembered. So what's the Indian there? So the, the Ramchal goes on and he says the following. He says, As a result of the fact that I've designed this book as an exception to every rule of Torah, Every rule of Torah states that in order for a book to be relevant, it has to introduce a new idea. And I've explicitly begun my book by stating that this will introduce you to no new ideas, thereby setting it aside as a completely different, exceptional genre to the rest of Torah. Because that's true, the method of approach and study will also differ. A normal Sefer which contains Kiddushin, since the source and the necessity of the Sefer is informationally based. So the way you use it is you access the information by reading through it. Once you've read through it, the Sefer has now served its purpose. But since the Sefer is not to teach you something you don't know, but to teach you what you already know, so therefore reading through it once will not achieve that goal, because that's an informational process, says the Ramchal. Therefore, the benefit will not be reaped from reading through this book once, 
כי כבר לא ימצא קורה באט מאחר קריאוס החידושים שלא היה בואי לפני קריאוס אלמאט, כי זה יהיה מאוד קטן שאתה אבל התועלת יצאי, where will there be a benefit? מן החזרה עליו וההסמודה. אהה. You require two components. Somehow, somehow, now we have to figure out what this is. In order to gain access to the Koran, to the fundamental principles, you need to have those ideas presented in a format whereby if you go over them, Chazorah, with consistency, Hasmodah, somehow that will open up the channel of recall. Now it's not clear that the Mesutatorium means the by-rote repetition of the ideas will somehow make a difference. I don't think that's what he means, because we'll see, soon see from the entire Hemshech of what he says that that won't work. But whatever Chazorah and Hasmodah is, that's going to be the method that you need to use in regard to this book to break down the barrier of shikha and allow the fundamental principles which are the basis of your life to be incorporated into life and not to be avoided. And the Ramchal essentially says that this zikorin is the tachtis hachayim. Without it, you will live a life which belies your purpose that you yourself declare. You will live a life where essentially your own life will be opposed to what you believe in. Because every time you come to a decision based on the principle that you hold to be dear and clear, somehow you won't think about it. Somehow it will be forgotten. So he says, but through the Chazor and Nasmada, through the Chazor and Nasmada, that will create the connection to the information and allow the accessibility. Because then you will have a zikorin and you'll be able to defeat the shikha and that shikha is teva, a new chidush. That that's the way it's going to work unless you do something about it. That that's the natural default state. This default state is you incorporate all the ideas, you have them all present, they all mamash geshmak inside your cup, and they never ever come down from there in your life. And then you'll be able to internalize your obligation that you're avoiding. So zikorain is the capacity which allows you to come into the um, state of being connected to who you are and who you want to be and what you should be doing. So in terms of its hierarchy of importance, in list of middles to work on, it ranks as number one. Without it, you have nothing. It's a big condition, Zikari. Now, what we don't know is, okay, great. So the Mr. Shoyim says, in a very general sense, you need Chazora and Asmoda. You see from the continuation of the Mesilis Yishoyim Zaktoma that he doesn't mean Davka going over it and going over it and going over it. That won't help. And I'll bring you a proof. Because now the Hakdoma goes on to a discussion of the state of the intellectual elite of the Ramchal's time. And he says, I look around me at all those wise men and I see what they're learning. Oh. Depends. There's a whole variety of different people and they're involved in a variety of different studies. Some people go into sciences, some people into the geometry, mathematics, some into the trades, others into the, whatever the gamut 
of fields of study there are, there are people learning. And there are those who then not only study secular, secular topics, there are those that study Kodesh. And amongst those that study Kodesh, so there are those that study Medrashim. There are those that study Piskei Dinim. There are those that study Pilpul Alochus, Pekitza, Mashkichim, Poskim, and Rosh Hashiva. You've got all of them, but no one, no one studies, no one studies this particular topic which is Choyves Ha'adam. No one discuss, discusses Shleim Musa No one works on Yira, Ava, Tikkun Amidus. That field of study is left vacant. So now, let's go back to the Mesut Shoyim. The Mesut Shoyim says that the Chiyuv is Chazor Nasmoda. And then he goes off and he discusses that people who have the brains ignore the field of study until it seems, because it's so posh it, so simple to understand who learns it people have no brains so no one gets it the people who have brains who are the ones who could understand it don't put the time in the people who put the time in can't understand it so he says no one gets what their choiv in this world is because in order to get what your choiv in this world is you have to study it with the same intellectual accuracy that you would any other field of study and for some reason this field of study is never ever addressed so again, let's go back to the Mesut Shoyim said in the beginning. He said, according to, because it's so simple, therefore it's neglected. Perushoy, because it's so simple, there's no need for people think there's no need to study it because they don't study it. Therefore, it doesn't come down into the practical application of their life. Because it doesn't come down into the practical application of their life, they live a life devoid of the purpose that they were created for. Okay, so we've run out of time. But what I'd like to um, propose as a introduction to our sugya before we start to properly see it is it seems as follows it seems from the Akdom of the Mesut Shorim that we have this koyach this midah called zikoran and we have this midah called shikha and it seems that the way you the koyach of zikoran is to allow accessibility to ideas which are obvious to us but never incorporated into our thinking processes. And it seems that the danger is because they're obvious. The danger is because they are apparently self-evident. And it seems from the continuation of Akdama of the Ramchal that the solution is to explore the obvious. To question it, investigate it, and create curiosity in an area which seems to be self-evident. So I would like to say to Zatakona, for this coming week, because this is essentially a Vada Voida, to pick a klal like the like Tfila, like Torah, any klal, the bigger the klal, the more obvious the klal, the more fundamental the klal, the better, and attack it with a series of different investigative questions. So take, for example, the and say to yourself, what is the din of Kamoicha? What is Ava? Who do I love in my life? Why do I love people? Who do I not love? Why don't I love them? When do I love? When don't I love? Where do I feel? The where is Ava located? Where is the Akim of this mitzvah? Is it constantly? Can I be Mekayimit B'dibur? Can I be Mekayimit B'histaklus? What are the Gidreha mitzvah? Where are the Nafkaminas? Are there Peturim? And investigate it, Ki'ilu, this is a real sugya. And then Nafkaminas, and Nafkaminas, and Nafkaminas. Now, that's a Takona. See 
if that creates a different relationship to the Klau than we've had until now. Okay? Your work is cut out for you. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It comes out that you're saying if it's more obvious, more self-evident it is.